loving me I loving you Mothers and fathers Husbands and wives It's time for another conversation Welcome to Make It Last Podcast Where it's all about helping us to have better relationships Not just with ourselves with other people and of course people you know i love it when we're international one of these days we're gonna be doing this live you know one of these days one of these days but we're talking with sheila sutherland and she's based in canada and we're gonna be talking about how we can shift our emotions through the power of choice now who is sheila she's an educator and she's a coach and she's certified in neuroscience and social and emotional intelligence now neuroscience is not a terminology that a lot of us are accustomed to what does that mean sheila that is just really learning about uh what is going on in our brains and how it really impacts everything in our life so what brain chemicals are involved what parts of the brains are being triggered and what's mm -hmm. And it's the ones that are causing behaviors. So once we understand why these behaviors are happening, it's much easier to make change. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So this podcast is where it helps us to have better relationships. So how can we shift our emotions, Sheila, through the power of choice? Because that, that sounds like it's idealistic and almost impossible. So how, how can that be done? Well, you know, a lot of people think, they, especially when they think about uh, emotions and think about life in general, mm -hmm. they feel like there is no choice. You know, a lot of times we feel like life is just happening to us and we yeah. have to always be in a reactionary uh, kind of standpoint. Yeah. And it just takes that little bit of a mind shift to realize that, no, oh, I actually, I actually have choice in this. I can choose how I'm going to show up in this world. I can choose how I'm going to react to things. I can choose to respond to my emotions in a way that's going to get me the outcome that I want instead of the knee-jerk reactions and then having to do the kind of the backpedaling and mm -hmm. then do the damage control because we know that that's never fun, especially where relationships are concerned. And sometimes that can be really damaging. So it's, the, it's putting us in a more proactive standpoint. And it's just learning a few simple techniques that will help disengage the part of our brain that wants us to just kind of go from zero to a hundred in a millisecond and allowing us to be able to access the part of our brains that allows us to do the decision-making, the uh, the problem-solving, and be able to get a more positive outcome. Before you then tell us what some of these techniques are, mm -hmm. isn't it then necessary for us to then have a sense of awareness then of yes. these emotions? How then do we get to that point before we then get to the whole idea of even utilizing these techniques? Oh, exactly. And that's kind of where mm -hmm. from the emotional intelligence side of things where it comes in, because self-awareness, uh, I believe, is one of the most important competencies when we mm -hmm. look at everything that's that is involved with emotional intelligence. And so, again, it's spending time essentially with yourself, okay. getting to know you. Right. And, and a lot of times that's really uncomfortable for people. You know, mm -hmm. they don't they don't want to be alone. They want to be surrounding themselves with, with what I call noise. Yes. Right. We've got yes. the noise of televisions. We have mm -hmm. our devices. We have our people. We have it just society in general is loud. But when we're left with mm. our own thoughts, 
sometimes cannot be really fun and can be actually feel a little scary, scary. for some people. But it, I, I would really encourage people to, to spend that time. So when you feel any type of strong emotion happening, I don't care which one it is, whether it's you're happy, you're sad, you're joyful, you're angry, you're anxious, whatever, whatever it is, because there's such a spectrum of emotions out there. Whenever you're feeling it, just take a second and go, where am I feeling it in my body? Because there's usually always a tell, especially for the super strong emotions, right? When you when you have anxiety starting to well up, I know for me, I feel it up in, in my upper chest and my throat. You know, if I'm angry, my shoulders get tight or my stomach will start to, you know, feel upset or, you, you know, you're almost feeling like you're, you're having a heartburn. Um, I also, if I'm, you know, kind of, if I'm really sad about something, certain parts of my body will actually ache. Hmm. Right. So hmm. it's learning how, and everyone's going to be different, right? We all hold mm -hmm. those emotions in different places of our body. So it's learning and, and having that awareness of where that is, you know, there's a, you can actually, you could even actually do it like an emotion journal, you know, for people who like to write and kind of take track track things. You know, and, and actually have the journal and write it out. Okay, so today I felt, you know, this emotion, this is what I really noticed. Hmm. You know, that this is how I was feeling. This is what I, I wanted to withdraw or I didn't want to talk to somebody or I really wanted to talk to somebody and this is the person I wanted to call. Like really just take note of all the different things that happened and not judging them in any way. You're just kind of getting a sense of yourself and how you react to things. You know, it could be that when somebody triggers you in one way that your nat natural reaction is to lash out. You know, maybe oh, they hurt oh, you. You want to oh. hurt them right back. Right. So it's just and, and honestly, sometimes to stop that knee jerk reaction, the simplest thing to do is take a few deep breaths, oh, oh. you know, and that's enough to just kind of, oh, okay, yes, yes, let me think on yes. this. Let me just kind of disconnect mm -hmm. from that, that knee jerk mm. for a second, take a few deep breaths, allow yourself just to process in the second, because, you know, there's, I can't remember the proper term for it now, but there is a, it's kind of like a veto strategy. We are, our bodies actually know about half a second before we do something that we're actually going to do it. So wow. there is, there's a brief very brief moment in time where we can kind of go, I'm going to change that. And sometimes like I say, all it is, is a couple of deep breaths is enough just to kind of put that on pause, hmm. allow hmm. yourself that time to just kind of let me collect myself and allow yourself to kind of go. If I, if I react in the way I usually react, am hmm. I going to get the, the hmm. usual response? And ooh, maybe that usual response isn't really what I would like right now, oh. or isn't the most positive thing for this re this moment in time. But it gives you that chance to actually make an informed decision. And like I say, this is where the choice comes in. You now make that choice. Am I going to react how I always used to react? Okay, if I do, this is what the outcome is going to be. Or do I try to react in a different way and create a different outcome? Whichever one you choose, that's up to you. Yes. But it's then it's your responsibility to deal with whatever that outcome is because you've now made that informed choice. 
So the responsibility is now all you. You don't get to blame anybody else. <laughs> I'm smiling because some of what you're saying, I'm saying, mm -hmm. you're, you're, <laughs> you're speaking to me. But it, it does sound then like you've basically gone into some of the techniques then, Sheila. It's, it's kind of hard to talk about it without throwing some of the techniques in there because okay. they are so simple. Right. Okay. A lot of people think that trying to make a change has to be big and grandiose. And oh, my God, this is going to be so hard. It doesn't have to be. You know, I think that's why we talk ourselves out of you know, doing making things. a lot of change and doing things and experiencing things because we're like, oh, God, this is going to be so tough. This is going to be so hard. Or, you know, it's it, we start it's making was that making the mountain out of the molehill. Yes. Right? It's making yes, it yes. way bigger than it needs to be and that's why a lot of times we put things off too we get procrastination involved and that allows the, us to, for that monster under the bed to get bigger and more scarier as oh, well and it really is right so it's like let's just deal with it in the moment let's just kind of take that breath let's just take that moment to just give yourself a time to process and decide which direction do i want to go and then, like I say, then take your responsibility for whatever that outcome may be. Hi, this is Sheila Sutherland, and I'm here with Noreen Daly on the Making It Last broadcast. We're just going to take a quick break so we can hear a word from our partners. Making it last is Lango Language Institute was created to meet your language and communication needs. All of our packages were created just for you. We are passionate about language and dedicated to your success. We offer the CSEC English program, the Study Body program, the Get Ahead with English program, and the Business Communication program. Contact us at 767-285-0938 or email us at langdolanguage at gmail.com because the real question is how can we help you photography is an art but more so photography must come from the heart precious moments Priceless times. Take a pic and know it will turn out fine. BNC Photography JA. Beautiful, beautiful moments captured. Let's go. You can't live your best life without a healthy immune system. Boost your immune system the delicious way with Zappi's organic juices and punches. Made from local produce with zero added sugar, our juices cleanse and revitalize your body as they boost your natural immunity. Try our delicious flavors. Beat it, berry bomb, get fresh, ton up, and island splash. Find us on Instagram at Zappies Organics or call or send a WhatsApp message at 1-876-779-8910 to order today. That's 1-876-779-8910. Zappies Organic Juices and Punches. Live your best life today. Welcome back to the conversation. 
Share some more of those techniques because you're absolutely right. We we sometimes think it's gonna be something so big that's that we're gonna need to just make this massive mindset shift when it really isn't so. Tell tell us some more. Tell us some more because of course, ultimately, this then positively impacts our relationships. Well, exactly, and you know, and it's taking that that moment to just kind of reset, put it on pause you know, it allows you to have that, that break, right? Because we need to have that so that when you think of, okay, let me just kind of rephrase this. When you're thinking of your brain and you get triggered emotionally in some way, we have this wonderful little center, pretty well almost in the center of our brain called the limbic Mm -hmm. system. Mm -hmm. And that is our, our threat. That's our fear center. Anytime we feel like something is you know, we, you know, we, we're not feeling right about something or something gets triggered, or I feel like something's going to go negative that will start to fire because our brain's whole job is to keep us safe. It's to keep us in a nice little calm, predictable little manner. And if anything happens that is not predictable, I'm not sure how this is going to turn out that little area gets triggered. And when that happens, we can't access what we call the higher thinking. So I think of it like a staircase because I'm, I'm a very visual person. So I always mm-hmm. like to think of thinking pictures. So I think of it as a staircase. So when my limbic system gets triggered, that staircase now becomes foggy. It's like that whole staircase gets just encased in fog. I can't see two feet in front of my nose to know what steps I have to take to get me out of that situation. But if I step back, take that breath, take a moment to just kind of disengage from those triggered emotions that allows that fog to lift and to clear. And then that staircase presents itself in front of me. And I now can make those steps that I need to take to access my decision-making, decide, Mm. okay, what do I want to do? What is, what outcome do I want in this moment? And that's a question we always want to ask ourselves, like, what am I looking for right now? Like if you're in a, in a relationship, you're having an argument with your business partner or your romantic partner, what is the outcome that's going to be a win-win for both of us? Me shooting off my mouth and, you know, letting myself do that knee-jerk reaction and just kind of essentially verbally puke all over that person is not going to get me the outcome that's going to give us a win-win. Yes. So then, so by having, allowing that staircase to clear, allowing yourself to allow your whole nervous system to just kind of, kind of relax and kind of go back into a chill state that allows us to access it. Now you can, you know, that person, I'm going to assume that, you know, you, if you're getting that wound up about something, it's because you have an emotional attachment with this person, you know, that person, you know, what outcome they, they would like as well, what's going to be the best way. And it all comes down to our communication. Hmm. If we communicate in high emotion, a lot of times, that's not going to serve us too well. Mm-hmm. You'll allow us to be in a nice, calm state. We can communicate. I can be an adult and use my words and find the words that I need to be able to communicate how I'm feeling and to be able, and then that allows that because we have these things called mirror neurons. So however mm-hmm. I react to someone, they're going to react in kind. Mm-hmm. So if I'm reacting in a so nice, true. calm state, 
I'm going to get that back from them. But if I'm all riled up and I've got arms waving all over the place and I'm shaking fingers and faces and my voice is really loud and aggressive, I'm going to get that back as well. You know, so it's, this sounds like this is going to take 10, 15 minutes of you know, the person's going to look at me going, what's going on in your head? Well, at the beginning, it's going to take a little time to get comfortable with doing the step back to do giving yourself the time to think. And you know, you can tell that person that I need a moment. Give me a second. And just kind of, you know, you don't have to leave the room, kind of just step back for a moment, compose yourself and come back. Because the one of the, the, the not one, there's three big things that we miss mm -hmm. in regards to communication in regards to our relationships. And, you know, one of it is one, is actually doing the communication process in itself, uh -huh. like actually talking. Uh -huh. Two is being able to actually listen to the communication that's coming back from the other person. Actually actively listen, you know, listen to what words they're saying. And if you don't, if you're not sure, say the, the part of, okay, this is what I'm hearing. Repeat it back to them to ensure that you are listening uh -huh. for understanding, not doing that listening to react. Yes, yes. But the yes. one of the main, main ones for the communication is what is the nonverbal communication saying? Uh -huh. Are they sitting there with their arms crossed? Are they, you know, kind of looking out the window? Are they not wanting to meet eye contact? That is going to tell you a lot too. And that's going to allow you to ask them questions going, I feel like you're still angry or there's still something you need to say, or there's something I'm not addressing. Can you please help me out? <laughs> so it's, you know, I'm sorry. I can just keep on going. No, that's fine. <laughs> you said something earlier that I want to backtrack for, but yeah. you said the whole idea of stepping back rather than mm -hmm. reacting. Mm -hmm. How do you let the other person know? Because to them, it might seem as if, oh, since, since they're not getting the reaction that they would usually get almost as if, it's it's a nonchalant attitude rather than you just really taking control of your emotions. How can you help the other person to understand in whichever context, not just a romantic context? Being perfectly honest with them and just say, you know what? I'm getting a little riled up right now. This is not going to be helpful for either one of us. Can you give me a second? Hmm. Who's going to say no to that? Because they're probably feeling the same thing, but may not want to say it. But it's it's just truly being honest and like say, look, this is where I'm at right now. Can you can you just give me a minute to compose myself? I want to have this conversation, but I want to do it in a way that's going to serve both of us. And right now, I'm not going to be able to do it. Mm, 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 you know, mm. honesty. It, yeah. It's not a hard thing. <laughs> Yeah, but it's yeah, just being yeah. honest to ourselves. It's being honest to those around us and just kind of saying, this is where I'm at. I am human. Mm. I, I'm having a reaction right now. I know it's, it's not the reaction I want in this situation. Give me a second if you could. Mm. You know, don't demand. You know, just put it in from, can you give me a moment? Because yeah, yeah. honest, I mean, sure, there's probably going to be someone that goes, no, we got to do this right now. There's uh -huh. going to be one of those. And you're like, okay. I'm going to do the best that I can to be as calm as I can uh, if that's what you'd like. You know, it's not going to be a perfect world. I wish I could say that 100% of the time people are going to get on board with you and give you that moment. You know what? 
life doesn't work that way. Uh But if we can do what we can do, what we are in control of, we can't control other people's emotions. We can't control other people's reactions. The only thing I can control is me and how I react. And if I can communicate that to others, I'm going to, you know, that's all I can do. True, true, true. As you're wrapping up, I'm just going to just ask you the question. Yeah. And you just respond. How can we shift our emotions through the power of choice? Well, I think we've kind of, we've kind of talked about all of that. But my, my, my main one will always be giving yourself that space. Rather you take a breath, rather you do leave the room, rather you ask them to give you that pause, um, you know, you find whatever works for you, right? Because I can give 20 billion different strategies, but only certain ones will work for each person. Try them. That's all I can say is try it out. You know what? If asking someone to to give you that moment isn't going to work while you're standing in front of them, actually leave the room. But always tell them, I will be back. I'm not leaving the room to avoid this mm-hmm. situation. I do want to come to a solution, but I need to, I will be back and let them know that. So if they, so you, if you have to physically leave, you do what you need to do. And, and you're going to, you may find other strategies that work better, that are related, right? Each person just has to get in there and just try with the idea of, I need to give myself some space. I need to process. I don't want to have this high, like highly charged emotional moment and finding out what works for you. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for sharing, Sheila. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. Thank you. This was Make It Last podcast, where it's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, but with other people. I'm Noreen Daly. Until next time. Loving me, I loving you, mothers and fathers, husbands and wives.